Welcome back to the Hear Me Out podcast, y'all. It's your girl, Shanique Gilbert, on the mic. Thank you for tuning in. I have one quick message before we move forward. Louisville, Kentucky. Arrest the murders who killed Breonna Taylor, please. It's very nice of me to say it like that. It's been four months. Four months. And the topic for today is, are we willing to listen to people who we don't agree with? That is very important, especially in this movement, because we got to kind of sit back and practice what we preach. So I have a special guest today. Uh, We're going to talk about that as well as pinpoint some talking points from Miss Candace Owens. Um, So the culture, just get ready, man. We have to sit and have these conversations if we want others to listen to us. Fam, our guest today would like to go by the name of Miss Desclouet. Uh, She's here as my support to help me understand some of the different viewpoints of Miss Candace Owens. Um, We're going to go back into it. But for point of reference, um, a lot of the stuff that we're talking about is the based off the 2019 Revolt Summit. And then we'll follow up with an interview with Candace Owens and Mark Lamont Hill. So if you get lost, that's what we're talking about, but I'll try to make it clear in. Hope you enjoy. Boom. I just want to give a background to the, the, the listeners of who she is from what I know. She first came on the scene, I, I think, as a culture in um, 2019, the summer for the Revolt Summit. Uh, it was a great panel they had there. Kilamai, T.I., Tamika Mallory, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, Candace said some things on that that panel that we like what we're not used to black folks saying certain things that we don't agree with if if you know what i mean well you're not used to black people having a different opinion other than Uh that you want to hear talk about it what you mean well i don't think candace owens Mm -hmm. is incorrect Mm -hmm. in her stance but because we operate i don't want to speak for everyone so for instance say If we're talking about parties, Democrats versus Republicans, say I feel that Democrats seem to operate in a more emotional Mm -hmm. stance as opposed to a Republican is going to look at the facts, statistics, and then the emotion only comes in hand or in play if it really hits home. So I think with her, I can't disagree with her wholeheartedly. However, I would like her to show some empathy. What's your take from her in her um, on the panel? I think Candace Owens would be more received um, if she didn't come off so aggressive. When she speaks, she's very, as a matter of fact, which she should be because she feels confident in what she's saying. There's one, she has to understand the difference between confidence and when you're trying to speak to people to help them understand why and where you're getting or wanting to go this way Mm -hmm. instead of their way. Um, So she wasn't really given uh, a lot of uh, open mic time, Mm. if you will. Only concern with the black vote 
and Trump is, and this is something that I know you probably may agree to because you were um, an HBCU grad and you go hard for that. Not all of us want to go to HBCU, <laughs> um, nor not do all of us want to strive to be a part of an HBCU. Mm, okay. So their background, uh, her stance is that he's given a lot to the HBCUs. He's given a lot of money to the HBCUs. And that's great for those that are wanting to go that way. But we need to look at the totality of a people and the difference in our people. Now, back to Candace Owens. Um, The one that spoke up for her the Mm -hmm. most was Killer Mike. And I love the fact that they do still have a great relationship. They understand that they can get along and agree to disagree. Um, And that's, that's something that I do and I did like seeing. Uh, Candace, she does speak from facts. She doesn't want to, what she's trying to do is steer people away from the oppression side. Oh, the white man this, and oh, the white woman this. She's tired of that, and which we should be too. So what can, what else can we do about it? So she's focusing on those aspects that are hitting our home, and that is the, the, Um, fathers out of the home and that is you know those are great points taken so I cannot take away any of those um, subject Mm. matter that she brought up okay well yeah I think I agree and I I appreciated Killer Mike even more back then than I do today to be honest Um, because he did take up he did say let's agree disagree because I think we had the conversation and I think Tamika Mallory actually said it we can't keep putting all black people in the same box are the same square. But I learned more about her is the interview she did with Mark Lamont Hill. That video surfaced recently uh, because of the insensitive uh, moment she had regarding George Floyd. Um, she, she, that was rough to watch. I'm not even gonna lie that first 20 minutes. Well, um, Again, I understood what she was saying. I didn't say no, I understand. She never said. Now, wait, wait. Okay. Now, she didn't say that she that it was wrong, that it was right that the police officer did that. Correct. She didn't, she didn't take away any of Correct. that. Correct. What she is saying, and again, I think she has a hard time. She's still she's still young to me, so she's <laughs> she needs a little bit of the guidance and, and, and um, other than from her white counterpart. So with that being said, I have to say again, she didn't take away what, what happened to him was wrong, but I concur. I agree with her when you have children walking around with a, a t-shirt of a man that really they don't know. They know nothing of. They only know what is being told to them or what the parents have allowed them to see, because I don't know that I would let my child watch that because depends on the age and the understanding and how far are you willing to go into that conversation? Because there's a lot more to the conversation than just saying, you know, a white and black issue. There's more, way more to that. So in regards to the t-shirt wearing and having the children idolize him in a sense, I agree with that. What Candace said, she said she didn't like that Society's idolizing him. He's having four or five funerals and he's a horrible, pretty much a horrible man. His past, I think she said he'd been arrested. 
abuse women. And she made a point to say the autopsy report said he was on fentanyl, uh, which could have killed him before the police did. That part was definitely like, oh, I was like feeling my body getting hot. I was like, really? And that's how Candace Owens got out there. So I watched the rest of the interview. I think, to be honest, Mark Lamont did as best as he could to hang with her. I encourage the listeners to do two things before we move on. Check out the interview with Candace Owens and Mark, M-A-R-C, Lamont Hill, and also the 2019 Revolt Summit. So that interview, it was pretty long. Um, what got me after I got crossed through the George Floyd conversation, we talked about affirmative. She talked about affirmative action. So what's your take on that? I don't think she's, I think she's still a bit ignorant as to affirmative action, what it's, what it's meant for, what, why, and who has actually um, taken part, who it was really for. It really helped mostly the Caucasian woman um, in in the very beginning, you know, and it, it really helped them more so than anything. And yes, we needed that, meaning the black people or Hispanic people or whatnot, um, it was needed because they would see our race and wouldn't allow us to come into their university or wouldn't allow us to work <laughs> for them or wouldn't allow us to do a lot of things. True. However, there is a certain limit to that. Candace Owens said affirmative action is racist and sexist. That blew my mind. I never thought a black woman would say something like that. You know, so this has opened my eyes to so many things. And and then her point her points were to say is racist because you're giving someone that's another race an advantage, and Mark Lamont said, well, that's the reason it's there because the, our white counterparts been at an advantage. Exactly. Right. And then exactly. she, she said, you know, there's people that's deserving to get in college, and you're letting the average person because they're black get into Harvard. And then she said, the data shows they don't even graduate. I said, oh, Lord. <laughs> I say, okay, she got a point there um, with the data. They're just, because it's being mismatched. As True. You, you know, it, it's just being mismatched. The student that wants to go to Harvard, that really wants to work hard, that black student should go there. But you have, if, you know, if the other one isn't, up to par, then that student shouldn't be allowed to go there. Well, one you have to match appropriately. I, I agree. One thing I agree with you on that. But one thing I did agree with Candace always on from the whole video. Uh oh. From the, yeah, is that she said because Mark Lamont said, "Well, how do we change it?" She said, "Well, take race off college application application." I totally Correct. agree. But here, I totally but no, agree. No, no. Let's. Let's not stop there because we're still going to have the issue. You know why we will have the issue? Because of the test scores. No, not because only of our test scores. If they get rid of the SAT because certain states are saying they're not, they have no validity. It holds a solid argument, but it really has no validity. What validity to, to what? how a student may perform. Oh, to how a student it doesn't. It, it, it is a biased test. Correct. I just want to say that. So you know why? <laughs> It's because it's about exposure and experience. This is what I'm saying. You guys need to give Candace Owens a chance. Just listen to what she's saying. Um, it's some facts that she speak. 
Uh, she lacked the empathy. You know, I could, I, I looked, I it researched does. her background. It makes sense to me. Um, mm-hmm. You know, she went to Rhode Island University and I think she lived in Boston <laughs> or Connecticut. And if I'm wrong, excuse oh. me. But it, some of the stuff makes sense. It makes sense. Um, Those that grow up in Boston and, and if it's, you know, Connecticut area, they have a, it's a different <laughs> mindset. Absolutely. True, true, true. So that's my goal for this these couple of series, the, the, to tell people how these conversations. So it's going to be people that is worse than Candace Owens that's black too or white. So we just got to be ready and prepared. We're in July now. And um, recently, last month, we had Juneteenth. And this month, we had July 4th. I'm going to say for me, you know, Juneteenth, I celebrated probably officially for the first time. Um, I learned about it more than as an adult. Um, and some some of my friends say we didn't learn it much in college because we was in school in the summer. I laughed at that. <laughs> but Juneteenth is Freedom Day, for those who don't know. Uh, 1863, President uh, Lincoln put up the Emancipation Proclamation ending the slavery. But it wasn't until 1865, the Southern states, they kept going. We had to get the word out. That's messed up. But we were, quote, unquote, free from slavery then. And then, you know, July 4th came. With everything going on, it just worked. It wasn't worth nothing to me. It was a bitter day, Miss Day Chloe, because I had to think, in 1776, that Declaration of Independence for America was not written for me, my ancestors, my sisters, nobody. It wasn't written for me. So why should I celebrate it? How you felt about it? Um, I celebrated Juneteenth last year, and I did it again this year and had many of my coworkers take either the day off or call in because... It's important to recognize that while I know we're not where we were, we still are not far from where we were. And there's still a lot of work Mm. to be done. So Mm -hmm. I can't, I just can't negate celebrating and taking time for us. Yeah. How do you teach it to your children? Um, Well, my Older girls are adamant about their Juneteenth. They're all down for it. Here we went and uh, did our concealed weapons training and um, on that date and got our certificate um, so I can go ahead and own me a gun legally and um, go ahead, be all yeah. right with that. Um, my little bit, you know, it's you, you introduce little things slowly to her. Because okay. a lot of things, it's, it's too much. You don't want your child to think that they're not liked or, you know, they take it uh, personal, you know. So there's mm-hmm. just small introductions of how, uh, you know, small steps in that. Yeah. Because I need her to cool. make sure so, she loves her, her brown skin. Mm-hmm. Period. Oh, that's, that's, that's awesome. You're phenomenal. Um. That's great. That's great. I hope everybody heard that. Teach your kids, y'all. That's what it starts at. They are the future. Um, so how do you feel about, how did you feel about 4th of July this year? Oh, we don't really celebrate 4th of July. That is something. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, that's, um, <laughs> that's something that me, you know, 
especially my oldest daughter is like, well, we don't do this. That's not our day. Um, okay. You know, we may have the day off, but it's really not our day. Uh, they need to think about giving us our day, which is Juneteenth, and yes. move forward with that. I am. You know what? You my dog. That's what's up. I love it. <laughs> I love what you're doing. You're a phenomenal mother. You 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 rocking it. Any final words you have, Miss DeCluea, regarding how, as a culture, we could come together eventually uh, to make this get better? Well, we first need to understand that we all don't think alike. We need to be okay. receptive to one another's different opinions, different ideas, and don't be so mm-hmm. hostile when someone doesn't agree with you. Or There's a way to take a good from everybody something from everyone um so i think that's where how i feel and where we should begin um uh there's you know we have we just have a lot of growth and while we're teaching our children kumbaya you know there's another Hmm. side teaching them you're better than so Mm. we have to be aware that it's not going it's always going to be a fight because we mm-hmm. others haven't stopped teaching their children the other side. So it starts at home. It does. Absolutely. Period. Does. And it's Period. only so and much I- that we can do if they're unwilling to come to the table with us. You know, and some Period. say, I'm tired of asking for a seat at the table. You know, we want more than that. Well, you know, you got to start somewhere. And you can't be, freedom is all in your mind, it's all in how you walk it, live it think it, breathe it. So just keep it moving. All right. I respect that, Ms. Dekwe, and I feel the same. Um, it starts from home. Educate your kids. Educate yourself, even as adults Hello. and young adults. And I, I feel that in the middle of all this, register to vote and voting matters. It starts locally and it goes up that hierarchy. So thank you for joining us at the Hear Me Out podcast. You are always welcome to come back. It's good to hear a fresh voice sometime. Um, And I know we don't always agree on things, but I know we have the same core values. Hello. So thank you. Thank you so much. You're welcome. And And thank um, you. You're welcome. We'll holla. Holla. Yay!